live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Lobs in zone for Stoops. He caught it. He caught it. Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. You gotta be kidding me! What a moment! It's the T Row in the morning show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ball stolen, layup blocked by Shagwam. Get that out of here. Rock the Shagwam. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure. They got him! Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! Crossover, Cortez pivots in the paint. He'll shoot from there and he got it! He got it! It's the Bichon Show in Norman! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Listen, you can be mad at people or for not, not being selected or you can prove them wrong. And I choose to prepare, to fight, to go into this tournament trying to prove people wrong. That's how I'm choosing it. All right, good morning, everyone. It is a new day. T-Row in the morning showtime. Tuesday, March 15. Smack dab in the middle of the month of March. Turn it up, Teach. Didn't March just start? Yes. 14 days ago. I'm not, I, we're going to disagree on this one. I feel like uh, it's been a very long two weeks. <sighs> Good morning, everybody. Toby and TJ with you. Here we go. Here we go. T-Row Showtime on a Tuesday. We are brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. TJ, I got something to tell you about. Right. They right. are Oklahoma's only Cruise America RV rental location. The only one. The only one. They manage a fleet of 25 and 30-foot motorhomes that are available for both local and one-way rentals. That means you can take it one way and just drop it off. Rates are seasonal and set by Cruise America. And you do not need a special driver's license to drive one. I would have thought you did. It's truly like renting a car. Just today, we've had three people walk in. And call wanting to rent a motorhome. Not for some trip in the future, but for today. What? Call Shelly, 405-928-9906. Or stop by the I-35 location to get a quote for your next trip. Extreme Outdoor Equipment. TJ, good morning. How are you today? Forget me for a second. You sound like you're faking it on me today. I mean, what's going on here? I'm not faking anything. What do you mean? Okay. You seem uh, feigned down or enthusiasm. Something. You Faint. think this is feigned yes. enthusiasm? Yes, I think so. Incorrect. Okay. I have a basketball game tonight. Mm-hmm. The NIT gets underway tonight. The quest for Madison Square Garden begins tonight, TJ. Correct. Porter Moser chooses violence. That's what he said there. Yeah, that's what he said. Did you hear that quote? I'm choosing uh, violence. A lot of people wondered, is Oklahoma going to be ready to play? They forgot who their head coach is. Their head coach is a matador, TJ. (laughs) 
you can be mad at people or for not not being selected. That's a little mad. Or you can prove them wrong. And I choose to prepare to fight to go into this tournament trying to prove people wrong. You need me on that wall. Bad news, Missouri State. Oklahoma's going to be ready. <laughs> I went on a show in Springfield last night. I, I, I might have told you this. I went on a show in Springfield last night on my way to B-dubs. And, uh, you know, they asked me about OU, blah, blah, blah. And they said, uh, now that you've studied Missouri State, what do you think the important matchups are tonight <laughs> for this game? Tomorrow night. And I had two choices, you know. But I chose honesty, TJ. It's always best. I said, I'm, fellas, I'm going to be honest with you. I just called 18 innings of baseball solo yesterday. I had a radio show this morning. I had a luncheon. I'm on my way to a 68-team giveaway. I have no idea who your head coach is, <laughs> much less who's on your team. He chose honesty at least. But I promise you by tomorrow night, I will know the answer to your question. And I will share it with Art Haynes before the broadcast tomorrow night. That's their play-by-play guy. And fortunately, they all laughed rather than, uh, you know, maybe as soon as I hung up, they called me an idiot. But I'm sure they did. Um, probably. TJ, it was great to see you last night. Oh, How about that? It was great that? to see you. Great to see you. How about that shindig we had at Buffalo it's Wild It's always Wings a great shindig. Night. It's always a good time, always fun to good leave. Good time. Wasn't that a good time? Scream and yell and get upset over their teams. And other people uh, try to run people out of the building before they can get up there for their team. So, 10, uh, 9, 8. <laughs> uh, great. Harry James I Taylor pass. over there sitting in the corner smoking cigarettes in a weird, awkward manner. But, you know, it's quite the event. I need, <laughs> I'd like to pass out some kudos and then also offer up a criticism or two. Okay. 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 Kudos to whoever designed the t-shirts. The black t-shirts this year are fantastic. Really? That Best was my one argument. Ever had. It was my one argument. You didn't like the t-shirts? I didn't like the black. I thought it was the worst we've ever had. Take it from a fluffy guy. <laughs> black slimming. Black is slimming. Okay. I liked it. I think they look sharp. I can't say that. It wasn't our worst color. Uh, I'll take that back. I take that back. That was uh, my wife collects them. She's got like every shirt we've ever oh, I've had. Got, I've got I've got a lot of them. So does my wife. So kudos to Buffalo Wild Wings. Boy, they embraced us last. You could tell they haven't had too many of those the last couple of yeah, years. You yeah, know, they haven't had too many get together in a while. Yes. The last time we were there, maybe different management, maybe different wait staff, whatever. Last time we were there, like, uh, what is this over? You know, we got kind karaoke of coming up here. Can you guys get off right, the stage? Right, yeah, right. Last night they could not have been more excited that they. That when we you're were coming there. back, can we have another one of these tomorrow night? <laughs> do you want to stay and do the nit? <laughs> um, they were great. Food was great. I had some uh, buffalo wings last night. You and the missus. Shared some food. Was yours good? Oh, it was excellent. It's great. Yeah. 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 Proper amount of food, by the way, that you guys shared. You had a big old plate. What was that, like 20 wings 20, or something like 20, that? Uh, 20 wings, little uh, French fries with the uh, cheddar cheese on top, and celery and carrots with ranch. Yeah. Mm. Wow. What an order. Great order. What an order. Great was order. Was it boneless? It looked like it might have been boneless. They were boneless, boneless yeah. Yeah. 
well, hey, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> so kudos to Buffalo Wild Wings. Kudos to our listeners. They rolled out last night. Uh, we saw a bunch of, you know, the old guard who were with us in our infancy stages when we were over at Brothers. Yes. We saw uh, some of the uh, Hall of Famers of sports radio last night. Lumber Lady, Harry James Taylor, Carol and Marilyn, Kurt Keeley, they were all there. Crimson Kid, I'm sure I'm leaving some. The whole Johnson family was there last night. Art Johnson tried to steal a pick from some young kid. Uh, it was great. And we saw a lot of our new listeners there last night who just discovered us in the last uh, few months. So that was great. Kudos to the listeners. Kudos to the entire Ref family for putting on a wonderful event. Everything was very well organized. Uh, from the giving away of the teams to the giving away of the prize packs, all of the coordination and orchestration that goes into it, flawlessly executed. Kudos to Connor Pasby, who took one for the team last night, TJ. He stayed back in studio and ran the show while all of us partied. He was our designated driver, basically, last night. Yes. Yes. Kudos to him. What a guy that guy is, huh? That Connor Pasby guy. You've never even met Connor. I have to. You're a liar. In person? Yes. Huh, okay. He's an SNU guy. Okay. Well, I I did not know that. I didn't know. Don't, hey, you, you never come to back. the station. You apologize to me right now. I'm so sorry. I did not know you had met Connor in person. <laughs> I knew he had produced many a baseball game for you, but... Kudos to you. I thought you were fantastically entertaining last I night. I would have been even better if someone knew how to turn on my mic. Jeez. Yeah, I did not do a very good what job. What a terrible of producer I had last night. I was sitting close to the board and I forgot. I'm used to working solo. <laughs> when I'm here at home, I just put a, push on one button. You I, know, I got two buttons to push last night. I do feel like I'm a little bit, uh, feel like the voice is, uh, I've been sitting at a slot machine and my name's Myrtle. Yeah. But uh, I think I'll yeah, work past that. There was some smoke I'll in the air past that. I'll work past that. We did have this text when I got here today on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Had so much fun listening to y'all today doing the bracket challenge at B-Dubs. We've decided we're driving from Fort Worth next year just to do this. Jeff and Tracy nice. and Burleson. You got to do it, Jeff and Tracy. You yeah. got to do it. I mean, you got to do it. Uh, it's just, you know, we'll make sure you get a team. We'll cheat. No, we make can't, sure we can't cheat. We can't do that. Kudos to you. You really brought your game last night. Uh, you, were, you read you were most of the names right. You were unbelievable. You, you, your yeah, personality Yarger, was on point. The Yarger was uh, throwing me off because I know a Jaeger, so the Yarger was throwing me off. I got it wrong twice. Right. Uh, who can be expected to pronounce Yarger correctly? Yarger. I do, however, have a couple of criticisms. Okay, go ahead. You always do. One, I don't know who this Emily girl is that you guys had work in the front table but she's got to go this is by the way those of you that know the m turn this is a new m turn uh new emily she's got to be fired uh is it is it a class she's taking 
Is that in terms of college she's credit for this? Uh, she's basically boss lady's personal intern, yes. She getting college credit for this? Uh, I believe so, yeah, I think so. I want the name of her professor and the phone number. <laughs> I may I may give her uh may start paying her after yesterday. I don't need to go into details, but she personally insulted me last night, okay? Emily, the intern. <laughs> Again, you're never in the building. It's the one face she didn't know. She's like and then she's like, Oh, I have seen his picture on the wall. What she told she me. like ra- she like raced in the other room, all embarrassed and everything. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. And I I got to criticize uh, criticize Drake Dyken, who you know I love uh, uh, like a brother, and is the greatest engineer for any college broadcast in America. But he screwed up the giving away of the teams last night. Yeah, Again, he always does it. He always messes we it up. We gave away way too many good teams before you and I took the dais last night. And uh, this is 11 years now I've complained about this. We have to cheat. There's no way around it. Now, it worked out last night because we ended up having some drama late, which was good. That was fun. We lucked into it, though. Yes. Uh, we, we need to go digital. We got to go digital on the big board. So that if somebody picks a one seed, we can quickly change it to an 11 seed and preserve the one seeds for the final hour. We've just got to start cheating. TJ, do you know what conference we're about to go into? The SEC. The SEC? Do they cheat there? Is that what you're uh, implying there? Yes. At everything. And we're not going to be ready unless we start to learn to cheat as well. And it starts with us, okay? Wow. It starts with us. With our 68-team giveaway. You hear this, Brent? Start you cheating. hear this, Porter? Your guy's telling gotta you to start, cheat. we got to start cheating, TJ, with our 68-team giveaway. And uh, I've said this for years, and I show up last night. You're texting me on the way. Teddy and Tyler are blowing it. They're blowing it. <laughs> I did text you that. They had given away, like, two one seeds and a two seed and, like, four or five picks in a row. So, yeah. yeah. No, actually, Drake did a great job. We actually had a good batch of teams when we uh, took the stage show at all. It worked out perfectly, actually. The new board looked good. The system was great. Perry Spencer was sharp, as always, hovering there. Uh, Mark, who else am I now? The Vineyard Corporation was there last night. Everybody. What a night, TJ. Go ahead. You say something. What a night. No, it was. That's it was right. a great night. That's had a lot right. of fun. Looked good uh, seeing a lot of people. A lot of fist bumps, a lot of handshakes. I had a gentleman in the restroom as I'm leaving the urinal go, Hey, are you Mike Steely? Oh, boy. And I said, Yes, I'm Mike Steely. What a, what a compliment for Steely at his age. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I'm not 60. Calm down, dude. You know who I did feel bad for last night? Your wife. You could t- I could tell she's still bummed. She's. Uh, I was trying to lift her spirits, but it yeah, was. She's. She's. She's in a. She's in a hard place right she's now. She's in a really hard place right now. That was her. Uh, you know, that was her. That was the other girl in the house. That was her baby girl. That was. Uh, followed her everywhere. That was her shadow. So yeah, it's it's been a rough few days. For Losing her. a dog is the worst, yes. man. It's mm-hmm. the absolute worst. Terrible. You got to come home with a puppy. 
I know her better than that. I know eventually she'll want that, but right now she wants, and I don't know that she'll want a puppy. Puppies are hard work. Like she may want a yeah, that's true. young dog. You need to go to over there and uh, get pet of the week. Got my eye on the pet of the week. week. That's right. That's right. But now she Ranger was she a pet struggling. of the week, right? He was a pet of the week. Yes. So yeah, I could tell she was delightful, but I could tell there was a sadness in her eyes last night. So no, that's, no, that's true. That's true. There was. My son showed up. We had two Parkers and two Trevors there. That's last right. Night. How about yes. that? My son Trevor. He sat, he sat with the radio crew. That I, was fun last night. That was never happened. I before. didn't mention this to you last night. You stayed on stage during a commercial break, and I ran down to, to eat some more. And I uh, started to tell you, I don't know if you would have liked the conversation that your son was sitting around. You know, there were some discussions going on there that I'm like, boy, I don't think Trevor, uh, Toby would like Trevor sitting around in these discussions. What kind of discussion? Ah, uh, just of adult material, you know, of uh, adult nature. Something well, about what were you guys about, talking about? I wasn't. I wasn't involved in the conversation. It Around was the person. My child. It was the person next to your child talking about human trafficking or something. I don't know what was going oh. on, and I'm like, "This <sighs> poor child. I need to remove Trevor from this scene. He's the, just a child." Then <laughs> the break ended, and I had to run back. <laughs> who? who it, it Josh was, Helmer? Uh, I don't remember if Josh was involved in that conversation. Who was sitting there having it that discussion may have been in front the other, of my child? It may have been the other Trevor. You know, he's a troublemaker. Oh, so, that yeah. makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, it did cross my mind, event. though. And I looked at your son, and in my mind I'm thinking, like, he's five. He shouldn't him? be sitting here listening to this. And I know he's a grown man now, but <laughs> I was like, you guys stop talking about this in front of little Trevor. That 24-year-old, almost 24-year-old young man that sat there at the table last night with the big curly hair that yes. needs, to, needs to be cut mm-hmm. used to eat McDonald's big breakfasts on your floor. Yeah, that's, what, that's how I had him pictured listening to these conversations. But to be honest, I think this conversation was going on around him. His face was buried in a bracket. I, think, I don't think he had any idea what they were even talking about. Yeah. That was fun. I'm glad he came. All right, break time. We got a lot to get into today. We've got a basketball game tonight. We got a baseball game today. We got some breaking baseball news yesterday. We've got a big time lineup of guests coming your way today. I'm going to tell you about it on the other side of this opening timeouts, the T Row in the Morning Show. The T Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full line dealer for bad boy zero turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show on the Ref brought to you by Norman Regional Health System, Norman Regional Hospital, the Healthplex, and a number of specialized professionals across the Norman and Moore area. Norman Regional's Health System there to serve all of your South Central Oklahoma's health care needs. Special guest coming up from Norman Regional, a little... Later in the show, uh, it is time now that we've done the giveaway to get serious about the bracket challenge, people. You've got just a couple of days to get signed up, get your teams picked, get yeah. in and get yourself a shot at a uh, 55-inch smart TV from Elite Roofing Systems. They are the sponsor of our bracket challenge. Craig Cox and the guys over there, we want to thank them. How did for- they do it? How do they? Uh, how do they roof? Yeah. I don't know. How do, how do they? No. How do they sign up? Oh. Uh, go to ESPN.com. You'll log in under your login. Then uh, go to the bracket challenge. It's easy to find. You can go to our website too at sports1400.com. We've got a link there. It'll take you directly to it. 
Then uh, the group you want to search is the Ref Bracket Challenge. And then when the password is asked, the-ref. All lowercase, all, all together. No spaces there. The-ref. Don't you spell out dash. You can go to our dash. website take it right there dash. and explain everything. Yes. It's an actual dash. Don't like spell out dash. So get there. Get signed up. I have... Uh, I haven't filled out. I usually only do one bracket. That's that's a rule of mine. I do one bracket. Yeah. I have it on paper, and then I have it in the system for our contest. I have filled out one bracket, but it may go in the trash. I don't think I like it at all, so I'm that's not okay. feeling too good about it. I've got to think about whether I just you got to craft a bracket. Go Sometimes with this. It's not the first first take. It may not be, but I'm always a one-take guy because I'm really lazy about it. So, Who was your first champion? The The champion is still blank. I've got to that point, but it's blank. Who's your final four? Arizona, Kansas, All right. Purdue, and Gonzaga. I don't like the three number one seeds. Purdue's kind of an outside. Final four. I mean, a, yeah. That falls in with the T.J. Perry philosophy that you want only the big boys remaining. But you don't feel good about it. My one Cinderella, I have the tenth seeded Miami Hurricane going pretty far. Oh wow. And losing you to crazy kid. Losing to Kansas in the Elite Eight. So Oh wow, that is a long ways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cam McGusty. I didn't even think about that when I was filling that out. So anyway, get signed up for the bracket challenge. I'm going to have to FaceTime my son. And have him uh, figure out how to do it from a distance because I was an idiot and told him five times over the weekend before you leave. We've got to do that on your iPad. And then we both forgot. So we'll get signed up. Hang on. He's on spring break at Grandma and Grandpa's house or uh, something? Nana and Pawpaws. He's at it at Nana and Pawpaws out in Tyler. Yeah. The Texas fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah. Really has no influence or power over Bronx. Bronx, uh... Mm-hmm. We'll give him a horns down and trash talk him now at this point in his life. So no, no worries there. That's good. Yeah. yeah. You re- are you ready for me to talk now, or did you want to read a text message? Or uh, we are. We're, we're, we don't have any text messages yet. So uh, what I'll, I'll, is it working? Oh, well, let me see. Let me see. I say Air that. Comfort Solutions text line four zero five six five one three four three nine. Jeremy from Harlingen. He's up early. Good morning, gentlemen. Have an outstanding day and be great today. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, Jeremy. Okay, listen, coming up today at uh, 845, end of the show, Porter Moser live. Sooner head coach joins us live on game day. His team opens NIT play tonight, 6 o'clock against Missouri State. That's going to be cool. At 735 this morning, right after halftime of the show, Skip Johnson Going to join us live this morning. His on game day. His team opens a two-game midweek set with the Air Force Academy last uh, tonight. Today, it's 4 o'clock, actually. They've moved it to 4 o'clock. I saw TJ Air Force Jeff was sitting right next to the stage last night. Listener to the show. And he says he's on it. He's trying to figure out for us how the Air Force Academy is arriving in Norman for this two-game series. <laughs> you had asked that yesterday, yeah. Yeah. He said, hopefully they just grabbed a C-130 and they're headed over here, but sometimes it's not that easy. And I said, well, you know, I, like, I'm going to be very disappointed if I find out 
that the Air Force Academy flew Southwest Airlines here or rode a bus. Shouldn't those guys just parachute right into their positions? Final the top of the first inning? I guess Final they would be uh, at bat at the top of the first, but still a parachute in. For, for, for batting practice, you know, OU clears the field. And then here comes the Air Force Academy parachuting in. That's that would right. be awesome. That's right. Uh, we had breaking news yesterday that we're going to ask Skip about as well, that OU Texas is moving to Arlington this year, TJ. Mm-hmm. Globe Life Field. News that took me totally by surprise. Yesterday. Obviously, after your uh, question yesterday morning that I found very odd, <laughs> the press release drops. I'm like, that jerk. It's like, why was he asking me those? I did. I got off the air, and I'm like, such weird questions about the OU Texas baseball series. Just, <laughs> why was he asking me that? It was just awkward. And then I text you. I'm like, you Every knew. once in a while, I know you something. You had the inside information. In Rarely do I know anything, but every once in a while, I know something. Unless I deny it, then you don't know. So... Skip Johnson is going to join us, and uh, we're going to talk about the Air Force uh, games, but we're also going to ask him about the reasoning as to why they decided to move OU Texas to Arlington. Uh, I would like to talk about this as well. I do not uh, have the social media footprint you do, TJ. Yes. But I understand it met it was met with some criticism yesterday. People were upset. I'm not, I'm not going to lie if Skip's listening, uh, you know. I'm glad he's coming on to explain and give some of the reasoning why, because there were some really upset people. I had people texting me, uh, season ticket holders, that you know that was the premier series for them this year, and sure. it's being moved south, and they didn't like it. And you know, I do, I know they offered season ticket holders the complimentary ticket yesterday, so they can go down there. But that's still, you know, it's not the. Some people are just aren't going to be able to do that. So yeah, there were there right. were some people upset with this. Yep, I understand. Well, let's talk about it. Coming up, what do you say? Let's yes. chat it up. I get it. I get it. And um, and then we're going to hear from Skip at 735 about it as well. 405-329-9000, if you'd like to call in, we always welcome your phone calls. You could text the show, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, uh, let's talk some baseball, Teach. Four o'clock today, by the way, if you haven't heard, the Air Force game. Braden Carmichael will get the start today for OU. They're on a little four-game winning streak here. See if they can keep it rolling. Uh... By the way, RPI right now, which it's early and it's way too early to get excited, but they're up to 25 in the RPI now. Boy, they've shot way up in the last week. About 90 spots, 90 spots in this yeah. four-game win streak. And it's going to jump around a lot early in the season, but, I mean, we're 14 games in now, so it's worth you know paying attention to going forward. Uh, the OU Texas series moving to Arlington. Hot button topic. Uh, Skip Johnson going to join us at 735 to give us the reasoning why. I am not here representing him or them or trying to, uh, 
you know, be a spokesperson for the university or anything like that. I, too, was excited about Texas coming to town. It's been a while. It is a very fun atmosphere when Texas comes down. We haven't always had a bunch of luck. I think they swept us last time they were here. But usually a packed house or close to it. And, you know, it's OU Texas. And you got them on your home field. So uh, I'm a little bummed that's not going to happen. As I know many of you, it sounds like, are as well. Uh, Certainly those who will not be able to go to Arlington. And I completely understand that. I really, really do. I completely understand why you would be disappointed, because I am as well, that Texas will not be coming to Norman this year. I am also very excited about this, and I think you can be both. I am very excited about the possibility of what this could be. I don't know if it will be or not. It's a gamble. It's a little bit of a roll of the dice. But here's what I think is going on. I've had some conversations with, coaching staff and administration and other things. So a bit of an educated feel, but I think what's going on here, TJ, and hopefully I can explain this clearly, is Oklahoma baseball is sometime in the near future going to the SEC. Correct. And they got some work to do to their facility, to their roster they need to get better and they need to get a better baseball stadium and facility to recruit to and they need to grow the fan base they need to create the passion in OU baseball that we see across the SEC and there's a lot of work to do in all three of those areas TJ Now, they got some big-time players on this team. I'm not saying that, and we've seen them beat SEC teams frequently over the last three or four years. But to compete for titles in the SEC, they're going to have to up their talent level, and obviously we all agree the facilities need some help. Without a doubt on both, yes. And they've been trying to, you know, they released this plan years ago now about facility upgrades. They've been trying to raise money toward that. And it's going slowly. There has not been a Love's Travel Stop step forward with a $12 million donation toward the OU Baseball Stadium. Fans have generously given here and there. There's been the home run campaign. There's been a few gifts here and there. But not enough to turn shovels yet and actually jumpstart this thing. So... They're taking, I think, kind of a proactive approach to, listen, we got to think big. we got to think big. You saw the uh, OSU game this year move to Tulsa from Norman. That stinks from a playing a game at Eldell Mitchell Park standpoint. But you trade in a game in which 2,000 fans could have gone to a game in which... Seven or 8,000 fans can go. And OU gets the gate. More money. The Dallas thing. You're going to trade in a series when you'd get 2,500 fans, but two 2,500 fans a game. 
for this OU Texas series to and we'll see but the Rangers and OU in Texas are all kind of hoping that this thing will draw 15,000 fans a game or so down there and I don't know what the revenue split's going to be with the Rangers but OU is the home team and they're going to get a major portion of that so a chunk of this I think is trying to raise money and jumpstart money jumpstart getting that stadium done that's a part of it i think i also think a a part of it is just dfw itself if oklahoma baseball is going to increase its talent base that is a giant pool of talent that they can tap into i think you're seeing brent venables do this right now with football with a push in dfw And OU baseball feels like they can do the same. They've already got a lot of guys on this team from that area. And they've got a great relationship with the Rangers. And they feel like by playing some games every year down there, and maybe this is something that goes for it, I don't know, that they can become uh, a team that draws more heavily from the talent-rich DFW area from a recruiting perspective. This is going to be... Uh, two of these three games in Arlington are going to be nationally televised on ESPN. Uh, This was supposed to be the opening weekend of Major League Baseball. Mm -hmm. Was supposed to be Yankees Rangers down there those that weekend, and instead there is no baseball that weekend in Major Leagues. They pushed it back, so OU Texas is taking the stadium from the Yankees and Rangers. The Rangers are going to put their promotional machine behind it. ESPN is going to carry two of the three games. It's going to get a lot of attention, both nationally and uh, in the DFW area with the amount of promotion it's going to get. So all of those things are good, except for the season ticket holders and the fans in Norman that won't be able to see it that would have before. And that really stinks. That really, really stinks. However, they're trying to take a bigger look. Now, this is my opinion. I'm going to let Skip speak for himself. They're thinking, man, we got to get, we got to, we can't keep just incrementally dipping away at improving this program. We got to start taking some giant chunks. We got to start taking, you know, some gambles, quite frankly. They, they may, you know, maybe if you play in Norman, you win two of three. And if you play in Arlington, you lose two of three. Maybe, I don't know, maybe they win them all. I have no idea what's going to happen. But you are giving up some home field advantage, and maybe it costs you with a game. But is that worth it in the long run for all the exposure, the increased revenue, the potential stronghold in the DFW area you're trying to build, all that kind of stuff? These are the decisions I think they're weighing to try to get OU baseball to where we all want it. Nobody's trying to intentionally hurt fans. Everybody's trying to think on a large scale and knows exactly where the future is and how do we get there. And that might mean making some uncomfortable decisions along the way. Now, uncomfortable as it may be, this has a chance to be really cool. I don't know if it's going to be, but it has a chance to be really cool. There is a giant OU fan base in Dallas. 
And we see them pour out all the time, not just for the OU Texas football game, but when we play football at TCU, when we play basketball at TCU, when we play baseball down there and stuff. If if the DFW OU fans will get behind this and feel the Red River rivalry to it, TJ, then you know there's going to be a lot of Texas fans roll out. Oh, without then a This doubt. has a chance to be a really incredible atmosphere on national television. I don't know if it will be. I'm just saying it has a chance to be. And that's what OU's hoping for. That's what the Rangers are hoping for. And if you go win those games, it's a boost for the program in so many ways. So that's what I think this is about. That's the reasoning I think is behind it. But like I said, we'll let Skip talk about it at 735. You have anything to say about all that? Yeah, I can I can hit on a you do it on the other side. The, on the other side, yes. Okay, fair enough. I jabbered on for a while. It's break time. We'll hit some of your text messages and phone calls and get TJ's thoughts ahead back after this. This is four-time national championship OU women's gymnastics coach KJ Kindler, and you're listening to The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. Norman Regional Health System brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. I've had some texters uh, get after me and a caller off the air. I, I didn't think about the parachuting out of the Air Force very well. That probably does mean something's gone very bad if uh, the uh, pilot's uh, <laughs> jumping out of the plane for the Air Force. So more an Army thing probably. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they're, probably, they're probably ejecting out of it and something bad's gone The Air on. Force flies the planes. <laughs> yes. So good point to the texters and callers who have uh, let me know I'm an idiot. So I didn't think that yeah, went out very sad. well. Yeah, we're not very smart. Sorry. Um, I'll say this yesterday. I was disappointed when I heard it. I completely understand the reasoning, and I hope this is a really big picture. How do we make things happen in chunks, like you said? And I really hope that because the program has been stagnant for a while. It has. Yeah. Not just it's not been able to make that jump that we've all wanted it to. And I and you and right. I have talked about this and I've had people get mad at me and it seems like I'm making an excuse for Skip or something with this, but I do believe he was about to make that jump. And of any program on campus, right. COVID hurt Skip in that baseball program more than any other program. Maybe in the they, country. They had a great team that year. When you looked up and down that roster with the guys that they had with Zaragoza and McKenna and a young Peyton Graham and Cade Cavalli and Wyatt Olds and on and on and on with that team. Dane Acker threw the no-hitter early in the Prater. season. Prater. That was a very good baseball team that I think was right there waiting for them to, to make a big run, a jump, build some momentum with the fan base, and it got taken away from them. So they need, they need to figure out how to do this, how to make big jumps in, in what you said, in, in huge chunks. And quickly, because they're going to get left behind in the SEC. And if this is a part of that thinking and a bigger picture, then I'm all for it. I completely understand the season ticket holders being upset about this. And all the ones I heard from yesterday uh, that I had some text me. I had some uh, that I read on Twitter that are like, hey, I, this is my the one series I even bought season tickets for this year. And now it's been taken away yeah. from me. So I, I get that. I heard from a couple of you, too, one friend that I've known for at least 15 years that texts me just irate over this, just hammering the baseball program and the decision and blah, blah, blah. And I said, I've known you for a decade and a half, and you've never gone to a baseball game. I've never known of you buying a ticket or being at one 
baseball game. And that person texted me back and said, but yeah, if I was going to go, it would be the Texas series. <laughs> so there's a lot of those people, I think, on Twitter making a big fuss over this that don't even go to baseball games. So I hope this works for them. It, like you said, it has a chance to be really cool. I think a lot of people would have been really behind it had it been announced at the beginning of the season uh, before you knew it was a home or you know, it was supposed to have been a home series. But Well, that couldn't have happened because of the Major League well, Baseball. Well, exactly. I, I get that, you know, and I know why it's fallen in place for them and everything. So I, I just hope it does work for them in the way that they want and that um, they can build some momentum off of it. And maybe it does help in recruiting in that area and – you know, because they do. They've got to make big jumps here. They've got to before they head into the SEC. They've got to get facilities up to par and and raise the level of talent. And they've 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 got a, they've got a ways to go with this program. And it has been stagnant. So if you can think outside the box and do some they things some to jumpstart it, yes, yeah. jumpstart it, get some excitement, get them on ESPN, do some of the things that you talked about last segment. Then I totally see that. So. The Friday and Saturday games, by the way, the first two games of the series are going to be on ESPN, nationally televised. But yeah, uh, if you're texting okay, well, me we'll though, and you haven't gone to a game in over 15 years, stop it. Go to a game. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll continue this conversation again. Skip Johnson joins us live. He can speak for himself at 7:35. Porter Moser, NIT opens tonight. He will join us live at the end of the show today. We welcome your phone calls and text messages. We are a forum for you, the Sooner fans. You can call 405-329-9000. You can text Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. Back after this.